welcome to the Unboxed Beauty Podcast. I'm Diana. And I'm Cooney. And we have today our amazing guest, Madeline of Project M Plus M, our PR super gurus. <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us virtually. This is, you know, during these times we're spending, we're yeah. able to still get our yeah, we're content, able- but the quality or the sound may not be. Maybe a little off. Um, you know, Holly and I are together and we're always off, but, you know, it's totally <laughs> fine. Um, thank you so much for joining us virtually, but, you know, we're air hugging you. We love you. Yep, thank yep. you. Adore you guys. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be Zooming with you guys. This is a very legit setup for all doing going virtual. I have an yeah. actual microphone. I'm so stoked. Uh, it is but it was... <laughs> <laughs> it was used in the first world war yeah. i'm not sure is that one I, I think that was like 1915 unfortunately well, i don't know was it done by 22 let's not all right, <laughs> okay. let's... All, right, all, right. Let's <laughs> all right so we'd like to start off with a little thing we call the icebreaker madeline we're gonna throw a word at you and whatever pops to mind you go i don't like it <laughs> all, right, I'll go. all right launch Yeah, what does the word launch mean to you? Well, it means something entirely new in a pandemic, but... All right, let me think about this for a second. Pressure's on. Launch. I think we want to birth new brands and visions and um, creators' passions into the world, and we do that by launching. Right now, the launch strategies are quite different than they used to be, but um, just really sharing these special brands and people with the world. I love that. Keeping everybody on their toes. Yeah. All right, Julia, go ahead. Um, I mean, give her All right. What? No. Get out of here. Uh, What about qualification? I'm not sure I'm qualified to answer that. (laughs) So I'm okay with that. I'm okay okay with that, too. I'm not sure I'm qualified to host a podcast, but here we are. Here we are. Cheers. So, Madeline, I remember um, Julia coming over to the Dewey headquarters, a.k.a. Um, the extra tiny little <laughs> ass room in my apartment. <laughs> in, in New York terms, that no, no, would be someone's, like, headquarters. I'm not that lying. would be what we it's would a, call a, a quote-unquote queen-size bedroom. It's probably the master. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you can fit a bed from side. the zooms, it looks like a master bedroom. Oh no, no, what, no, no right now we've got oh, like yeah. a total closet. Like I'm telling you, know, that place, all right, that it's, place it's, makes it's moves. over there. Right. It's fancy. I remember when she came over and she was like, "We we need PR clearly," and I will accept no one but Project M plus M. And I was yeah. like, "What do you mean?" Yeah. No, she literally said that, and I was like okay why like okay i don't know anything about like okay and she was like no no no. these guys are amazing um they first i guess floridians um they're in clean beauty they i said i said we what like we i associate dewey more the clean beauty product than i do or like you know a sustainable brand and clean beauty brand than i do as a cbd brand so it was like i didn't want to get roped into or qualified as a cannabis brand Yeah. So I was like, who's who do I keep seeing over and over in that clean beauty space? Like the brand. Yeah, it was you guys. So I was fangirling for a while, and then what? I hit you up. I hit you up. DM. No. Yeah, we connected on Instagram, and I was fangirling right back. I was like, oh my gosh, we we talked like pretty quickly after we connected on Instagram, and Mara and I were so excited about two women, female founders. My partner Meredith is 
you know, we feel really passionately about clean beauty, particularly female driven brands. And we fangirled right back. I think the connection was instant. And you guys really like checked every box that we, speaking of qualifications, uh, we have like boxes that we want, we hope and are lucky that most of our brands do check and you guys had all of it. And we just really admired what you were building. And then I think I kind of stalked you guys for like a few months. You were like, I'm (laughs) just going to keep you guys wanting more. We were like following up and just making sure because we were so excited about the brand and working with you guys. See me, I was like, I don't don't really, I've never dealt really with PR that much to be honest. I was like, what do we, like, I didn't know what the journey looked like. Like, how does it work? Do they, do, do they have to really like you to want to be with you or (laughs) is it dating or what, what does that mean? Like, let's talk about that. How does it happen? Like, how does the, how does the connection happen in PR? Like, is it, you know, is it just like this sort of, you know, mutually beneficial relationship where you, where the brand and the PR company kind of come together and it, it's a perfect union or how, how does it, I don't like talk to me about that. Yeah, I think we've had a lot. I mean, we've had some slow falling in love relationships with clients where like we've been with them for 10 years and it was just like we all played it cool at first or we've had instant everyone's so jazzed and excited. I think um, for us, like again, it was just, it's just really important that we click with founders. The personal connection is really everything. Our whole job is personal connections, talking to people, you know, learning what they like, what they don't like, what, you know, thinking about culturally, what's relevant, what's interesting, what's like Storytelling, yeah. also, like. Yeah, so much storytelling. And I think for us, like, it's so important, number one, that we vibe with the founders, because you guys know, like, we talk a lot, and we're constantly reevaluating, going back to the drawing board. It just needs to feel like you got to trust your partner and vibe with your partner. And and then, yeah, like your brand, all of the values that your brand stands for were so important to us. So I'll tell you what you me, Madeline, when you said we should send out winter essential boxes with wine. Yeah. That's like, that's, that's when you <laughs> that was like you six months later. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, love I, love I love finally won her. <laughs> I was going to say whiskey, honestly. I, I mean, then you would have really got me. But no, no, no. I, 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 I mean, Julia definitely um, did her due diligence and, and rightfully so. Thank you, guys. Um, yeah. We, awesome. like, we actually want to call you and just chat. We're like, is this weird? Yeah, I know. Actually, we're all the, we're I all think we did. We definitely did. We definitely dropped out. Yeah, we dropped out. That was fun. We got to do more of that. Oh, we will. <laughs> We're like, so um, believe what you did. I was like, tell me everything. Let's get into this. That's the best part of this. It doesn't feel like work. Yeah, it's like it's right. that's like the greatest compliment that you could share with with me is because sure. we feel the same. Like that, it's just like so nice when you have clients who you could totally hang out with and be friends and are friends in real life. Like, right. I had a I had four or five of my clients to my wedding. I think that that's the best gift from our work because it doesn't feel like I'm going to this office job where I'm yeah. crunching numbers or no, no disrespect to crunching numbers. I wish I could right. crunch numbers. Uh, I can't. You know, you guys are Florida girls, which I'm a Florida girl too. Yes. 
Yes, it takes a special breed. But I feel like that's like true for like the whole reason that you would want to go into business for yourself or go into business with your best friend or like someone that you really yeah. love is so that you can cultivate relationships with people and support other businesses that you think are in line with your ethos. You don't have to deal with the quote unquote bullshit that, you know, most corporate big box companies have to deal with. Like, I like big boss though. Right? I like big boss. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. I mean, I think now we've been doing this for over 15 years and our own agency for 10, we couldn't be so like discerning or really totally have the same autonomy over clients values. We definitely always have been very careful about, you know, working with people that we believe in and products that we're going to use. But I think we have hit a stride in our late 30s where we're like, you know, comfortable in ourselves comfortable, confident in our work and cultivated these great relationships. And from word of mouth, just meet new clients where we're like, oh, you get what we want to do. And we so get what you want to do. And it's really awesome when that happens. I have a question. Has this been the absolute craziest year to launch a new brand? It has. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you. Psychotic, right? <laughs> like, right. Like, like, I feel like that's why we decided to do it. Like, we were like, I, well, listen, most difficult we could have done it. We could have done it two years ago. We could have done it a year ago. We could have done it half we're a like, year oh, ago. Oh, God, pandemic. Oh, nobody's we're like, oh, yeah. accepted. Yes. Yeah. We literally yeah. were like, yeah. think that way we could blame it on something. Yeah, the thing is, it's going to fail, which is not going to, because right. everybody's going to buy, right? www.doobie.com. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But exactly. <laughs> um, like, if it were to fail, we could. It's not our fault. Like, like you know, COVID happened. Well, no, it's it is true, guys. Like, this is like a crazy year, and what we're hearing, like, it, there's two sides to that because, like, I do think people are a bit more of a captive audience because everyone's on their phones, on their computers, like constantly being inundated with information and new brands and reading and whatnot. But it's just a challenging, there are tactics that we've deployed in the past, namely like our whole business is relationships. We really encourage our clients to make their own relationships with editors. So it's a lot about facilitating those. Initially, maybe we'll go for a desk side or a lunch or whatever. And then eventually like our clients develop their own relationships, which we're so psyched about. And we have not had the capability to do in-person events. Like we just started doing one-on-ones with you guys, but it's really, it's like not the easiest. People are, you know, not totally down to do that. And I, I get that. I respect that. And so that I would say is maybe the number one challenge of launching a brand from the ground up for a PR perspective is just that personal touch. Because if you guys were doing a launch event, no doubt it would be so cool, so interesting, so chic. And we've just had to try to recreate that on Zoom. Yeah. And it's tough. And we're real chic. And we're, real. we're real You chic. guys are super chic. Yeah. We're real chic. So it's, yeah. But I give you guys so much credit. Like, you're so down to try new things, to meet anyone. And you guys getting you in front of people is... What else can go wrong? <laughs> it's the best so anyone who meets you you guys are fun you're smart you're it's a shame like it's just a bummer and I know we're gonna have that opportunity and hopefully sooner than later but I give you guys a lot of credit you know that's something that you guys have been working really hard on for a few years and to introduce it in a time like this is is tough I tell you we just keep working yeah
I'm kidding. No, no, it's fine. Been, it's actually been really winter, tough. Just keep winter swimming. launch essentials. No, but I think yeah. what we do is we keep our sense of humor about it. Oh, for absolutely. Sure. Like, well, like I, there have been days where I'm like, Julia, we haven't like, like we've had a sale. Like, what does that mean? Right. Well, I'm like, listen, there's huge, there's huge brands that are failing right now. Like, I mean, like there's huge companies that are literally going under right now. So if, even if we have a sale, I'm like, we are a nobody as of yet. Yeah. So I'm like, if, if we can even make a sale to a stranger somewhere in like Los Angeles, which to me is like a hip town, I'm like, that is one step in yeah, the right direction. Yeah, yeah. So every every time that happens, I'm like, that's one step closer to the goal. Yeah, and I think like anyone who tries the products is going to be a repeat customer. The products are so beautiful. They smell amazing. They look cool. Yeah, I feel like I feel the same way. Like I feel like so far we have a very steady repeat customer yeah. base. Good for sure. Yeah. So how did you break into this? Like, yeah, what made you decide beauty? Like PR beauty. Like, Actually, it all goes back to a Miami lady. I love it. My best friend Maliki, who also lived, I grew up with her in Palm Beach, Florida, and she lives in Miami now. So we'll all get together and have some drinks next time we're all there. And she was doing beauty PR, and I studied art history in college, and I was like, not sure. I was like, well, how am I ever going to make a career out of that? I just. And I wanted to live in New York City. So I was like, okay, like I got to get creative here. And my, and yeah, Maliki was like, there's an opening. I do beauty PR. You could come intern. So I did. And I ended up at the same agency for six years. And when Meredith, my partner, um, she graduated from college. We went to college together. A year behind me, she was also like, I studied art history. What am I going to do? And I was like, there's an opening at, at this agency. So she came and did the same thing. And we just really loved the people that we were meeting, the editors, the writers, the bloggers, influencers. And then we also, a lot of really cool clients at that agency. And we just, what if we could do this? No, in New York. Okay. After we were there, she was there for five. I was there for six years. We were like, what if we could take all of the amazing things that like we've experienced with this agency and just work with brands that we are passionate about, believe in people that we like. Again, that goes back to like, it's really hard to work hard for someone who is not, you know, treating you well or respectful or whatever. So that's really like we took, we know what we don't like and we took that and built a business on what we did like. And it's been fun. It's, you know. That's no easy thing to do, obviously. You know, <laughs> starting a business is like, wow, you know? Yeah, and so we were, again, like, we were like, all right, like, we don't we don't have spouses. We don't have mortgages. Like, if, if, we fall, if we fall on our faces, then fine. We'll just, you know, get a job in a year or something. Right. And we just grinded. We, like... That's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. We feel really fortunate with like the people and the talent. It's not just straight up, here's this great lipstick and this. It's like real like science, sustainable thing. Like we're learning a lot of really interesting things that go beyond beauty. Yeah, totally. You want to work with the people that you surround yourself right. with in your, within your business. For sure. For yeah. Sure. That's really important. So I actually want to, this, this we typically do towards the end, but I feel like it's okay to loosen people up, so let's just do it. Um, 
So we like to call this likey or no likey. Okay. Okay. So um, tattooed, micro, microblading. Yeah, you just say likey or no likey, whether you like you're into it or you're not into it. Like, are you into it? Likey, yeah. Okay. I haven't done Bo- that, but likey. Botox, yes, right? Likey, lovey, yeah. Lovey, lovey, love, love you, lovey. Okay. <laughs> um, fish pedicures. What the? Oh, I did that one time. Oh. That was real. No like likey. Have you done it? No, definitely not. Um, uh, threading. Likey. Thank you. Um, faux tanning. No likey. Okay, even if it's like buildable in your oil kind of <laughs> thing. I mean, not just personally. It's not my thing, but okay. yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm not like you either. I'm just oh, wondering. Um, Last Make it good. Make it worth it. Uh, damn. Fake eyelashes. Likey. Love. Yes! Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, Sorry. She's holding me all the time. But anyway, it's not, it's not that I don't like you. It's that I don't have the AD. I am ADHD. So yeah. when I have to sit there after the first time, she's like, let me treat you. And I was like, treat you? I had to sit there for two hours. I had to sit there for two hours with my eyes closed while they did like, do, 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 like and yeah. I was just like, oh my and God. The and then they're like, come back in two weeks. They, 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 I was like, what? Them, thing, two right? weeks? I agree. I, agree. I was like, no. I, I was a hardcore, I was like really committed to it for like three years. And now and then I'm just. what happened and then you're like, who cares? I'm like. I'm all about so the eyelash serum. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I want to try that Vegamore one. I've heard that that one is like so legit. I'm into the Grande lash right now. Okay. Okay. So there's a lot. There's a lot of them out there. I've tried. I've tried a few ones. I tried my old boss's one. I've tried um, the Revita lash. I've tried. I'm on to Grande lash. Let's see, guys. I have zero lashes to begin with. So anything same. I need. Yeah, I need help. So I'm excited to hear your review. <laughs> Two months, maybe yeah. we'll come back and we'll do yeah. a podcast about the lashes. Yeah. Part of the yeah. AP is consistency is a little hard. Yeah, keep, keep it going, guys. Oh, keep it going. Really? Okay. okay, well, your internal podcast. Yeah, <laughs> sorday. Um, I just side note. I gave my husband a haircut today. Ooh. Oh, it's really. I'll show you YouTube it. I mean, it's. Oh God, it's it's really. You bad. should not it's be really allowed really in public. You shouldn't um, be allowed in public. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks like I was really mad at him for some reason. Anyway, no. we'll show you. It's like worse than like. Moms doing it to their sons. You know what I mean? Like, do you want us to take a picture in a second for the podcast? No, don't send a picture. Oh, okay. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So, yeah. Wait. Speaking of that, have you guys gotten into the whole like at home, do your thing at home, replicate your routine at home thing in, co- in quarantine, or have you still yeah. left it to the experts? Yeah. Um, yes. We've been, we've been doing it here. Yeah. Right. Which what have we left to our, our own device? <laughs> Besides his haircut. Um, so when we were quarantined a bit together for like a month or so, didn't we? Yes. Okay. So as we were quarantined, we were doing, we like did our own thing. I did my roots once. You did your roots once. You stained our sheets. It was terrible. <laughs> we, um, we masked each other. We looked okay. Better. Um, my hair was actually in the best shape it ever was, except I had black, six inch black roots, but that was fine. I just slipped it back like Amy Baldwin. I felt like I looked exactly like Yeah, it, look, I think that's kind of a look yeah, too. cool. I was yeah. super to it with like the big hoops. Yeah. Um, we, did we do many things to each other? 
absolutely not. Okay, in my head, <laughs> my dreams. Like, no. What do we do? We just TikToked? What yeah, do we do? We did a lot of TikTok. Oh, yeah, you guys are really <laughs> solid on TikTok. I don't go where I guess. You saw the TikTok? That's how I would do Diana's uh, make skincare routine while she was sleeping. Yeah, she was like, in her face and was like, abusing me. And she was like, this is payback for 25 years of intolerance. I do think there's like someone needs to write a book or like a thing of essays on best friends who quarantine together during this time and still adore each other. Well, <laughs> question mark. We do, we do now, but there went through some, some things. Yeah, a rocky period. I get that. Yeah. Timber. I always call it Timber when Julia took me down. Took me, she took me down like a tree. Were you in Connecticut or where were you guys? We were um, we're in Stewart. We're in Stewart, Florida. We like to okay. call it Real Housewives of Stewart. So our mutual best friend Mary invited us to her beach house, and we were on rock. We were already fighting. We were fighting okay. left and right. So Diana, of course, like pretends that she's gonna behave, and you Yes, you literally bring me to your brother's house, and you're like, "I'm sorry, let's get along." Let's go to Mary. I meant it. And what you meant was, let me sequester you in Stewart, Florida, so then I can accost you. No, okay. I don't know. It's possible. <laughs> Anyhow, we get there, and I was like, I'm cute. I'll get down this <laughs> <laughs> Well, sort of. Um, so we um, essentially got into, like, the worst fight we ever got yeah, into. literally. How, so here's the deal. I don't have a sister. Julie's got, like, 12. No. One. She's got one. But she's got, like, four. A lot siblings. of siblings, yeah. One of four. She's yeah. one of four. And I have an older brother. Um, and, and we fought, but like, he was more like a dad figure to me, a father yeah. figure, as opposed to a sibling. So I didn't, we didn't fight very often, and Julia did WWE a lot with her siblings. Yeah, my so brother, thought, really he was, my brother thought he was Hulk Hogan for like the good, you know, so six years what, of like, my life. I didn't with siblings, because we didn't do that. Um, and I understood that ding, 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 meant it was round one. So something that we always like to ask everyone, it comes to what, what does beauty mean to you? What part of the unboxed part of beauty is? You know, everyone has a different take on what beauty is, and working in beauty, you probably see it from so many different angles. Do you? Do you have? Thing? Yeah, like what? What do you? Yeah. What do you? What does beauty mean to you? Yeah, it's it's funny because like Meredith and I are very much the pu- the publicists who like don't wear makeup. Neither of us really well, wear. Neither, makeup. neither of us. Neither really do we. Makeup. We don't have makeup on right now, and I actually love that about you guys. Yeah. Thank I, you. I, I, you know, I do because I mean, you guys are beautiful, and it's just. That's what I think. Yeah, exactly. That is what beauty is to us. And I think, like, I really value the way that the industry is being less prescriptive about this is the this is the face, this is the European standard of beauty that we've all been looking at for so long. Maybe we're gonna be seeing that flip on its head. But for me personally, I feel beautiful when I like have drank water, when I'm not super hungover, when I'm not spread too thin, when I have my inbox in check. Like, I I know that sounds like maybe a little lame and cliched, but I do not like, oh my God, we, we had like a photo shoot recently for some pictures together and I had makeup done and I really don't like makeup. Like I don't, it's not my vibe. It just, it's not natural. And the woman was like, no, you have to, like the photos will not be nice of you without. And I ended up looking just like I knew I was going to. So not myself. And I hated the photos. I was like, so I'm just, yeah, I, I, 
I really also like so appreciate your guys saying of do your Botox and use clean skincare. Like that's how I that's what I do. I do that's Botox. How we, that's how we. Live. I love a good laser, and I also use almost. I mean, pretty exclusively clean skincare because I have so many, we represent so many awesome clients in the space and know that the results are just as good. They're not going to take away like sun damage and wrinkles and whatnot, probably, but I got my Botox and my lasers for that. Still see who you are, like, right? You know, but you just minimize the signs of aging. Give your skin the health and nutrition it needs to stay healthy and maintain its like barrier function. And, yeah. Right. And, you know, keep shining. Have that little, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think like, that's kind of how like my mom rolled, like she wore a red lip and like, she definitely threw on some like Johnson and Johnson baby oil. Like we I'm hardcore, like she was, um, wait, super, Madeline, yeah. I have a question. Who do you call Grandmere? Because it is my favorite. I don't even know. I don't have kids yet, but I want to be referred to as grandma. That's my mom. That's what my kids oh. call her, grandma. Yeah. Why? I love it. Um, because yes. I, my first child is a French that's, bulldog. That's what she calls her. her yeah. That's what she calls this her. This is a social media thing that I yeah. Yeah, you're probably. I'm, I'm, um, I'm a baby boomer. But yeah, my my mom, her first grandchild was my French bulldog Jane, so she was grandmare. Stop. No. Definitely not. No, but so then, so seeing my mom like embrace this very like she loved to do a red lip and like she did curlers in her hair but like did not do a lot of like giant looks yeah. and I think I I you know I've never blow drying my hair like just like I've just never I frankly like was intimidated by that stuff like doing a cat eye or blow drying my hair like that's just stuff I was like I never did that as a teenager like in your 20s I love you for that because I used to do all of that because I was so um insecure I hear that. And it's a very Miami culture, though. Miami culture is very, like, done up. Totally. And I went to boarding school. Like, it was like we dressed for a pandemic in the late 90s. Like, we were wearing... Where was your boarding school? Um, Andover, Massachusetts, Phillips Academy. And, yeah, I just, like, I mean, I had, like, so, such bad, like, I did sun in, and I had yellow and orange highlights that were, like, in between black. My hair is very dark. and. I got into this beauty and I, I did feel insecure. Like, Oh, I don't, I don't know how to do a cat. eye. I don't know how to like contour. That is something. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. My philosophy on beauty is like, everyone's beautiful in their own way. No one needs to put on a bunch of shit to look like, Period. you know, but like want to like more power to you. A hundred percent. Like if you, if that's your thing, do it. Like, I don't know. I, yeah, I, Makeup begets makeup is what I always tell people. I'm like, the more you like use these, like, first of all, all your makeup brushes are little inkwells of bacteria. So unless you're actually brushing these things every single day, honey, you're just covering your pimple that probably has a little bacteria wandering around it. And then you're just dotting it all over. Like, I, I just feel like people who wear makeup consistently have terrible complexions. I used to hate that. I used to feel bad for actors and models because I'm like, on top of it, makeup is doing their job. They could care less about your face. Your face is just their canvas. They're not actually worried about what your aftermath is going to be. 
So yeah. like, I used to always feel terrible for people that wore makeup because I feel like it, it literally requires you to continue to wear makeup because your face becomes so yeah. heavily textured from deposits and it's just, it's worse. So I'm yeah. like, if you can just maintain healthy skin, yeah, the less makeup you have. And, and Megan talked about that too, that she was yeah. saying that the best makeup artist ever told her was that skin first. Skin first. Yeah. And I think like that can seg us into, that segs me into thinking about the future of Dewey and how I see, you know, like what do you see? That it, oh, it is like, the future. I do believe, like I think, like dewy skin, like hydrated skin, healthy skin, like health first. I think all of us this year has turned all of our lives upside down. I think we're probably all more aware of things that we took for granted or not, you know, like being by the, the ocean, like having vitamin D. I do think we all are going to be much more cognizant of the day-to-day things that make us healthy and, and, you know, nourish our, our bodies. And, and I think Dewey is like, I, I really love that Dewey really walks that walk and is going to put skin health first, but no shade to fillers, Botox, et cetera, do all that. But as long as you're nourishing, feeding your skin, healthy ingredients, you can, you know, do whatever else you want. No cream is going to paralyze your wrinkles. I'm sorry. They may minimize it. No cream is going to lift half your face. I don't care what on earth it says on the label. None of those things are going to do it. Even daily use of retinol will minimize surface wrinkles, but it will not stop your skin from wrinkling. It will just, it it will minimize the effects of aging, but it will not stop aging. Yeah. So I'm like, just feed your skin, you know, even if you're using a retinol, you know that if you don't support it. Yeah. We, we literally stand by building skin wealth, meaning investing in the health of your skin on a daily and skincare we'll say is like a journey. It's a life. It's a way of life. It's not a one-stop fix, you know, Yeah. like you try a new product and you break out. It's not that that product broke you out. It's that your skin is not accustomed to that product. It may take one or two, three, maybe several times for you to get the benefit from that product. If it didn't remove your wrinkles in the first day, it's not that it's not a you know effective wrinkle yeah. reducer. It's that it hasn't had a chance to do what it has to do. You know, like you give yeah. medicines time, um, you give antibiotics over time. You you know, like everything takes. Be patient. Yeah, I mean, you know, but be good yeah. for your skin continuously is the yeah. point. It's not yeah. about what you do in a day. It's what you do consistently. For sure. And I think look, like we're all wearing masks for the foreseeable future. Like that is fucking people's skin up a bit like you know like we're taking masks off or you know hopefully everyone's washing their hands very regularly but like you need to take care of of this yeah um and i think it's strong like it's supposed to like be able to like fortify against yeah i don't know if we talked about this last last episode but uh i have been making this recommendation to people is to minimize the amount of product that you're using on the lower third of your face so that when you are applying and re, you know, taking on and taking, if you're going to be out for the day, if you're going to be yeah. staying home all day, then do your regular routine. Yeah. But if you know you're going to be in and out of the office or in and out of the stores or you, you have errands to run, try to minimize the amount of product you're using on the lower third of your face because you are like kind of producing like a steamy heat in there. Yeah. So I just think that, you know, you're going to trap some of those products into your mask and you're just going to keep reapplying and applying, you know, and that's going to cause more masking than necessary. Yeah. So eliminating the use of, 
you know, excessive product on the lower third of your face when you have a day out, I think will reduce some of that maskne. Yeah. Um, that's just a that's tip. a hot tip. Yeah. I needed that. <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. especially makeup, even like oh, if I you think it. about it, you're steaming open your pores and then you're just reapplying your like handkerchief. Even I tinted moisturizer, I realized like, oh, I tinted the SPF away yeah. from like, do I really need this? No, probably well, not. Well, you're wearing a physical sunblock, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, by yeah. wearing a mask. I mean, I so. the SPF just because I don't Oh, like SPF it. for sure on the rest of your face. It's Patrick number two, whatever I am. So I, I still do, but. I, I yeah. realize, you know, I gotta be a little more careful. But anyhow. Madeline, we are so grateful that we got Everybody you to um, agree to this yeah. shake late down. night, to late shake night down. shake down. You guys, it was a nice. With tons of alcohol, yeah. I promise that's a 2021. Um, that's a date, and it was so nice to have an excuse not to do bedtime for my children. <laughs> you. Um, I love you guys. I really admire this brand so much, not just personally because I'm representing you, but I just know you guys are, there's a lot of exciting stuff to come in 2021 and so many drinks. Yes. And so we can find Madeline. Oh yeah. Madeline, where can we find you? Or if someone wants to hunt you down the same way we hunted you down and get slide into your DM. Slide <laughs> um, into my DMs. Um, at project M M N Y C on Instagram. And I'm at Madeline Fawcett on Instagram. I'm just, you know, working on my qualifications. <laughs> we love you so much. Adore you guys. So much. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much.